0: I'm jet lagged. It's radio free toe bag. I'm Donovan. I'm Audrey.
1: <coughs>
0: and you're sick. Sucks. We got Suck. jet lagged and sick. Everyone's favorite dynamic duo. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we're here to fight through it and answer some questions uh, because I'm returning, returning triumphantly this week, Audrey. I got what back, you triumph over. I got back from. The Barth, as uh, the locals call it. <laughs> the Barth. The Barth. Barthelona. Uh, Last night, <laughs> it's like fucking one in the morning for me right now. Oh. I slept on the plane a little bit, Uh, but I was out there for that music festival. It was pretty fucking rad. Hell I yeah. saw Phoenix. That's crazy. I saw Mole Chat Doma. They were real good. I saw rolling blackouts coastal fever and we had a goddamn blast for for the most part the weather was perfect i'm told that
1: damon albarn was in attendance and that you got to see some of the i saw
0: gorillas yeah i forgot about that part i was very drunk by that point that was a later show on the first day Well, I know, real, real fucking good times. Uh, I got to speak some Spanish. We put stickers up all over the goddamn place, uh, including way up uh, next to the train station at a monastery, way up in these Montserrat Mountains. Pretty wow. cool. Say, so, hey, if you're in Barcelona, keep an eye out. If ugh, if you see a, a sticker, I'll buy you a crunchy. That's a little Barcelona reference for you. What the fuck is a cranchy? <laughs> you found these candies and they're just called cranchies. And it's like, uh, it's not cranberry ranch flavored. Like you might suspect, <laughs> but instead kind of like a zebra cake, like mm. white chocolate deal. Uh, but one of those wait, you know, those like wafer cookies, the little kind of Jenga block yes. cookies. Yes. Pretty good. Kind of tastes like cellophane, but in a nice not way, not a whole lot styrofoam. Yeah. But so it's like one of those, but wrapped up in this kind of chocolate situation. And so thus, it makes it a crunchy. I could fuck with this. Isn't that delightful? Um, really? But then I told you I had a story for you. Uh, we also fought a little crime while out there. Wow. Uh, but by we, I mean everybody else except for me, because I was taking a goddamn nap. But So it's, <laughs> it's five in the morning. Mm-hmm. Sisty and the rest of the crew are getting back and they're like, we're going to go find some food. And so he's standing there on the sidewalk looking at his phone and a scooter goes by and just nips Yoinks the phone the out phone. of his hand and fucking zooms off. That was uh, Good for them. <laughs> but this is Zisty and our, and our other friends we're talking about. So they chase the scooter down, yeah. knock the assailant off of his scooter, My one friend who is like maybe a 5'2 woman has one guy in a headlock, like the, the dude's friend who stole it. While Zisti is just yelling at this motherfucker, just Ladrone, because he doesn't speak any Spanish. Le <laughs> <"Ladrone!" laughs> And apparently the dude is like pissing himself, because you imagine like you're just trying to pinch from tourists, you're like a fucking right. violent criminal or whatever. But You're not like,
1: figuring that some psychopath is going to fucking gonna... chase you down.
0: Like fucking Homer Simpson chasing down Flanders' car in the episode, where <laughs> yeah. he thinks they're best friends. He's gaining on us. But so they fucking fully knocked him over, like all of them fucked up their knees and stuff. Another one like ran out of the hotel where he'd been talking to somebody to try to find a restaurant swings on one of the guys, Uh, but they fucking retrieve the phone and then just like let the dude go. Uh, But apparently the dude was like fully fucking shaking. That's incredible. (laughs) And so some crime was fought.
1: That's the zistiest shit I ever heard of in my life. Right! Goes to Spain, gets his phone stolen, gets the phone back through violence. Incredible.
0: This whole, this whole crew of fucking drunk Americans at five in the morning. Absolutely incredible. <gasps> That's my fucking phone! But I was all exhausted from like a week of party, and so I wake up and they're like showing me these bruises. Like, guess what happened? I'm like, did you all like fall down the stairs? Like, what the yeah, fuck? What and the they're hell? like, no, we fucking f- took down a a thief, a ladrone, if you will. (laughs) And I also learned that in Spain, or maybe it's just Catalonia, but in Spain, the the sound that a dog makes uh, is barf. Barf, barf. Barf. (laughs) That was pretty great, too. So cranchies, stickers everywhere, thievery thwarted, and barf. What a time. all in Barth, as the locals call it. You love Barth. You do love Barth. Uh, but we do not love this jet lag. I had a million meetings today. I am attempting to rally myself, but uh much like a dolphin, we'll just put half of my brain to sleep, and the other half listeners, it's gonna be here to answer your questions. <laughs> call that an O van. That's half a Donovan. what's going on with (laughs) you
1: oh not a whole lot i just was uh woke up sunday morning feeling like digging a dog shit i did called off work fucking rescheduled a dentist appointment today been just fucking terrible also been a real miserable time at the unnamed retail establishment i'm in a role that i'm not the most comfortable with and i'm doing a whole lot of hours in it and uh i hate it are you the tummy tickler i'm the tummy tickler and it's fucking terrible (laughs) they come in the store it's imagine the most american americans from the midwest you could ever encounter but then take them up half a socioeconomic strata ah okay okay like because they're from they're from mason ohio
0: yeah right so they they maybe not the uh uh the lees no what's the fucking shitty walmart jean that everybody hates? maybe not the wrangler maybe not the walmart wranglers maybe <laughs> right. up to a, a faded
1: glory perhaps they rock they rock a lee or uh some of them even wear uh levi's but they do bitch about the fact that you can't get the coupons on the levi's uh they would every time and it's every time they come in they've come into the store <laughs> six dozen times since we've introduced the you can't use the coupons on the levi's And every time
0: they're fucking surprised. What? You can't use the coupons on the Levi's. It's right there in the name of the event, sir. You can't use the coupons for the Levi's event. This (laughs) summer, only at the unnamed retail establishment. You can't use the coupons. (laughs) On the
1: Levi's. But yeah, and I have to take hold of their tummies, and it's really awful.
0: (laughs) It's not my favorite thing. I don't know why that was like the... Role I came up with. I'm like, what's a bad role? Uh, you don't want to be tickling fucking Midwesterner bastard tummies. No, it's not great. Not great at all. <clears throat> Their laughs are probably. Some... <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> oh, oh, stop poking me! Ha Oh, I'm a little doughboy. Popping Woo. fresh ass. That's fucking right.
1: <laughs> I I got a big tummy, and so when I would hang out with people that i thought were my friends but didn't actually like me that much they used to poke me in the tummy and call me popping fresh fuck that yeah that sucks let's go find them now that i'm really thinking about
0: it that shit sucks i hate that a lot i'm gonna find them and and fucking poke them get them back (laughs) i got names and addresses baby you're fucking on getting (laughs) out of the car after a, a long day down at the slop farm (laughs) <laughs> oh, what the my porch lights off. What's going on here? And I fucking my ass scrambles out of the bushes. Oh God, take my wallet up. Huh? and just <laughs> silently. <laughs> boop, boop, Popping fresh ass and then I fucking run into the hedges. <laughs> I'm so glad you're back. I miss the fuck out of you. <laughs> Me too. It always did fucking. I was saying this to friends I stand with out there. It completely fucks my sense of time passing when i don't record like oh, this yeah. is very much an anchor t- t- to my sense of reality uh and so feel a little derealized but it's all coalescing back together now that we're here on a hot mic here in the stew in the stew with Howdy you Heidi ho uh well we got a whole fucking smorgasbord of questions and oh, I, I just babby. been i just been itching to read them. I was on the cable car scrolling through thinking to myself, I know what I'm going to say uh, to advise these listeners. But then I forgot all of that because of the jet lag. Uh, but we're going to remember right now because it's time for the question box. Uh, but first, but first a word from our sponsors.
1: <laughs> you ready? You ready?
0: Get him, killer hola it's me Barcelona donovan estoy aquí para tell you radio free tote bag a escuchador, that you can access episodes bonus over on our patreon that's patreon.com slash rftb your hub for a bonus episode each week and something like 80 episodes in the backlog. It's like, hey, you thought you went to buy a single crunchy, right? You've reached in your bag when you get home, and there's 80 of them in there instead. You'll never go hungry again if you subscribe to the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash rftb. And now I leave you with this. Uh, ciao, por favor. Support the show. My Spanish is... Better than I remembered, but the accent not so much. Okay, adios. Cabron Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions, making statements? asking two all em questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions, making statements? Uh Porf, Oh, uh, si, sí, bienvenidos al Pregunta Caja, la sesión del, la programa. Uh, I'm too jet-lagged to even, even function. It's the question, Caja. It's the part of the show where you, the listener, can send in your questions. They'll go right into that, Caja, and we'll pop them out and answer them. The best are our abilities. Hey, maybe you're new here. Hey, maybe you're also jet-lagged and don't remember what day or time it is. Uh, you can find a link to the question box at rftb.me, our website, or on social media at rftbpod on Instagram and on Twitter. You don't have to make an account. You just click that link, and you fucking type your shit in there, and then you press that Enviar button, or send <laughs> if you're not in The Barth, as they call it, uh, and we'll answer them. And first off this week, we, we got this... Buckle in for this. Are you ready for this? I'm buckled. All right. Buckle in. Hey, ballers. Hello. Hey. Wrong show. (laughs) Or maybe it's not a a balling out super thing. Maybe they just think we're ballers. And that's pretty cool. I mean. I've been known to ball. I can ball. Love the show. Hello. Thank Thank you. Thanks for getting me through the night shift. I-21 and B- any pronoun, uh, have always been bad at keeping slash maintaining friendships. After I finished my country's version of high school, this became really apparent as now I basically have no friends. I have a tendency to isolate myself and I generally don't speak unless I have something of value to say. I've never been in a relationship and I live with my parents in a really rural area uh, where it's difficult to meet people so going the quote friends of your partner route is out Uh, my anxiety also makes me mildly panic in a lot of social engagements you are pretty cool people so i hope you have some kind of advice thank you uh from sweden with love cleo well
1: cleo thank you for saying we're cool people but we have many of the same issues that you have
0: that's right literally all these things
1: yeah i low-key panic in social situations uh I have a hard time I have a hard time meeting people I do Uh, I think that God I feel like we keep hitting the same note but it's so true it's become very much about interest groups everything is so atomized everything is so everybody's all doing their own little niche thing there's no sort of mass culture thing in progress so you find an interest group and then you meet with those people who are involved in the interest group whatever it is that is of interest to you you know what i'm saying that's
0: that's right and i mean that like kind of atomized way of things can be uh annoying in, in some cases or it can feel like a little bit like oh how do i get into the thing and these people are all super fans or like super into this activity or whatever uh but I think the upside of that is like so much of that has moved online and is like visible and accessible in a way that it didn't used to be. Like you don't have to go fucking pounding the bricks to find your local Cranchy fan club. You could, uh, you know, just kind of search shit in your area. But so you know, we you listen to the show, you've probably heard us talk through this advice in terms of finding an activity, something in common to talk about, people to talk to people with you know? Right. Uh, but on the other hand, like that might be a hard thing to do as somebody with social anxiety, uh, especially if you're kind of saying you got this tendency to isolate yourself. You generally don't speak unless you got something of value to say.
1: I can that says to,
0: that. to me, me, me too, sometimes that like that says to me, groups are overwhelming to you. And I think that's the case for a lot of people with social anxiety. Like My experience is much easier to meet one person one-on-one and feel comfortable Oh yeah. versus you're meeting 10 people and you're like, fuck, I don't know what's the dynamic here. I don't want to be talking over people. You know, I don't know any of these people well. And it's just, you're just kind of overwhelmed by the number of things. There's there's too much shit going on for your anxiety to latch on to. So my like addendum to the advice is going to be, see if you can find... Like a single person into the thing you're into, um, yeah. Or if you find a group, like reach out to a single person. We've talked about like meeting people through Discord, and that can be a little bit overwhelming. Other people have asked about, but like if you're kind of talking and, and somebody's coming off like, hey, maybe we got a lot in common. Fucking message them directly, and you know, as opposed to meeting everybody at once see how many kind of one-on-one things you can set up where you're going to feel a little less socially anxious. I think it's easier to navigate like conversations and knowing when to talk and stuff. And then if you do that a few times, you got a group of people you're comfortable with and then you can hang out with that group and it's, uh, you know, it's going to be less of an overwhelming thing. Yeah.
1: Uh, Another big record that I've got on this is to maybe meet somebody online for a long distance relationship. Cause if you live way out in the sticks and you don't got your own wheels, it's harder to get around and you're interested in some romance in your life. You can meet somebody on the internet and start a little internet romance. And then maybe you plan something further down the line to maybe meet up with this person. If they're not a psychopath and, uh, you do that kind of thing. You introduce that element of, uh, of life. To yourself in that way uh i have i have found it incredibly rewarding uh revisiting long distance relationships again at this stage in my life like it's really great to get the fucking good morning text feels yeah good. and to like send a, the good night text oh oh
0: like a lucky. warm cup of joe and a warm what's a nighttime beverage Cup warm of NyQuil. chamomile tea Warm chamomile tea mixed together with Nyquil. We call that a Camoquill, folks. Up here in the RFTB country, we call that a Camoquill. Yep. So, uh, enjoy a Camoquill,
1: meet somebody online for some romanceful talk and uh meet smaller numbers of people for more focused hangs.
0: Divide and conquer, as they yep. say. Uh well, yeah, the, the Internet is really your friend in this kind of situation. I've, yeah. I've found the same thing as you. Audrey applies to dating, too. can also apply to meeting people. Uh, but a lot easier just to get the initial comfortableness built up over just messaging. Like when if you're feeling anxious, I don't know. I, I feel it's substantially less talking to people online. I imagine a lot of people are the same way. Uh, so I think the Internet's really going to be your friend here. I don't know what kind of social media you're using. I don't know if you're playing like games online or anything, anything, you know, you can find somebody relatively close to you, shoot some messages like Audrey's saying, even if this isn't a relationship, like even if you just end up with a friend, you're messaging, but they live elsewhere in Sweden or maybe somewhere else in Europe that it wouldn't be too hard to visit. That could be good too. You build up that whole relationship over text. Easy as pie. When you meet in person,
1: yeah as far as like distance isolated places to live i think that uh europe is probably better than the states like you've got much better public transit
0: yes. available
1: than say utah and you got cranchies and do cranchies. You have cranchies
0: do you have cranchies in sweden right in if you follow have cr- up. cranchies
1: <laughs> follow up re-cranchies and of course with any other updates you have uh on this question because Please we love do. hearing updates
0: One more thing on this, too, just a lot of what you're talking about here, this ties in with anxiety a lot, uh, but something I've had to work through is it just speaks a little bit to like a little bit of low self-esteem, low confidence, you know, you don't speak unless you have something of value to say, you should just fucking speak anyways, you know, like, don't be in your head like, oh, I don't, you know, what if this is the wrong thing to say? You know, and I embody this because I just say dumb shit all the time. But I I mean, look at the waveform, baby. (laughs) You just say it. (laughs) But just I I don't know if you find yourself in your head a lot of times like, I don't know. Should I say this? Should I not? That's all this energy that's taking you out of the social situation, making it harder to listen, making it harder to engage with people. Right. So just fucking back yourself. You know, you're cool. Uh, People who you want to be friends with will. Think you're cool unless you're me and you say the word cranchies 10 times in the <sighs> first 20 minutes of the episode. Although, again, maybe they're cranchy fans and it's a little filter. Cranch heads. And, and then you got some homies. I didn't, the cranchies were fine. Just damn, that name has stuck with me, Audrey. Cranchies. Crunchy. <laughs> Not Very crunchy. Sorry. Cranchies. Crunchy. <laughs> so well, good. thank you. Thank you for your question, Cleo. We wish you the best. Send us that update. What we got next? Hello, Pickle Sis and
1: Uncle O'Grimacy. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Pickle Sis. Polly 44 M. Foopas, am I right? That's right. As I have gotten older and fatter, my FUPA loves to push condoms off of my penis while I try to mount my partner. By the time I push it back on or put on a fresh one, I lose my erection. This is driving me nuts. If you or your esteemed guests, no, no guest, could provide me with any FUPA management advice, I would greatly appreciate it. This was posted by Guy, but not Fieri.
0: Oh, thank you for clarifying. And I'm glad we're not headed back to Flavor Town this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think fupus. I gotta feel this
1: one as the as the befooped one of the two of us. I think I gotta <laughs> I think I gotta handle this. I have not en- I have not encountered a FUPA pushing a condom off, but I have to imagine that it's something to do with a sizing issue, that if the condoms that you're using are getting pushed off by whatever is going on with your body, then you just have to experiment with the different sizes of condom and the different sort of brands, and there's a lot of variety out there, materials, things like yeah. that. Maybe you're going to find something that's going to have a little more grip.
0: Grip it and rip it. That's what we say. Yeah, we do say that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's, like, all fucking different kinds of things. I think that's definitely a good idea. I'm wondering, like, uh, just sex positions, too. Like, maybe sure. there's a certain one that's uh, causing this to happen more. Like, maybe if you're on your back or something, it would happen less. I'm also, like, I don't know. Is there anything you could wear? You know? Because this is nothing to be ashamed of. I don't like want to be, like... a condom
1: garter. Like, you wear a belt. Yeah, like, I'm not like trying to... snaps the to the... <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: But I mean, like a, around like your 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 stomach or something. I just mean like in terms of practicality. I wonder like if there's a lifting belt. Yeah, you could wear a fucking lifting belt, and then you got that cool power lifter aesthetic going. That's true. Don't use the same one you use for lifting. It gets sweaty and stinky because there's no Dang. way to wash it. Hmm. Like, I mean, I guess that you can kind of wipe it down, but you can't like throw up big honking leather belt in the washer. That'd be bad news. Nope. Can't throw a leather belt in the in the wild Leather machine. belt, uh, can't but yeah, like, and I I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I'm just wondering in terms of like, is there any kind of clothing or maybe even like a sexy item of some kind that could uh, a- hold things back a little bit? Is there
1: a non-lubricated condom that you can get? Oh, because they mostly come lubricated, and I can imagine how that would cause like more of a slip. Yeah. Uh, and that's generally what you're looking for is a slip on the inside as well but if that's not working out for you maybe seek out some kind of non-lubricated situation yeah. going to a little better and then you, you can use your own outside manually yeah.
0: yeah use your own lube on the outside uh it, i can't i'm trying to like visualize this in my head mechanically if this would work but would like a cock ring help Maybe just just kind of give a little bridge there. I don't know. I feel like it'd be a little bit of a buffer to the, uh, you do the end the of the one, condom.
1: You do the cockring maneuver. Where you put it over the balls and shaft. Yeah. And it pushes back the foop some.
0: Yeah. Try cockring. Oh, that fuck. sounds awesome. Yeah. There's also the ones with the the fucking vibrating thing on top. Oh. Like the the clit stimulator kind of deal, and that'll that give sticks you a more space. up. Yeah, and that'll fucking that'll block the cond. You got to block. Audrey, the that'll block the
1: cond. <laughs> you could probably also roll the condom on, then put the cock ring on so that the cock ring is helping Ooh, to secure the condom. There we go. Man, I love getting into the nit grit about practical shit. That's fucking, fucking it's right. so good.
0: We're out here visualizing the mechanics of uh, fupas and cons and that would be f- for
1: anyone wondering, that would be fat upper penis or fat upper pussy area in case anyone's completely lost
0: on fupa. That's right. <laughs> what a fucking term I don't know it's, who the hell came up it with sucks. that it sucks so bad <laughs> but it's fucking, so accurate foop is a madman help us save us folks <laughs> I, used, to- I just
1: call it the fat pad
0: the fat pad
1: you got a fat pad everybody got a little fat pad you gotta have a fat pad on your pelvis or you're gonna smash your shit up while you're trying to fuck
0: that's right Yeah, there we is just a, happen
1: to have a little more cause we like to eat pasta and shit
0: that's right and again, ain't nothing wrong with that. But I'm right. just like, so don't be, you know, hating on yourself or anything. I don't get the impression that you are. But just in case, we're uh, just thinking about this in a like a matter of mechanics. Yes. Just looking at the physics of this. How can we keep things secured in place? Uh, so let I us think know. The if think is the big one. I have a feeling that'll work. I, I have a feeling. If you try this out and any of this works, let us know. We'd love and we'll, to know. Uh, we'll follow up on it. Uh, it's like a Mythbusters situation. We've designed the experiment. Now you got to bust the myth. While you bust. That's right. If it's if it's not a myth, maybe you'll be busting while well, you don't bust the myth. Wait, while you bust the myth. I forgot which was It's falling apart. Fuck. Shit. Well, thank you for your question. Uh, and hey, here comes a motherfucking another one confirm the myth while you bust your dick there we go (laughs) don't don't bust the myth bust a nut yes (laughs) all right here's a little discussion question or kind of a recommendation question hey just finished rax king's book tacky any suggestions for what to read next Hmm. I too just finished Tacky. It's really fucking good, Audrey. I need to give you my copy next time I see you. Hell yeah, I'm into uh, that. Previous guest, Rex is fucking hilarious. Uh, the book covers all kinds of you know elements of American culture thought of as tacky and, and derided, uh, but looks on the upside of those things and celebrates those things like the Jersey Shore, like Nickelback, like Cheetah Print uh mall like malls cheesecake factory yeah i don't know it was it was lovely i just finished it on this trip and we loved rex on the show uh so if you haven't read that there's a plug for that book but what what else to read you got any suggestions of stuff maybe in like the i don't know kind of what'd you even describe that as non-fiction like personal stories experiences kind of thing
1: right like personal essay kind of like culture books yeah right now i'll I'll cop to this not much of a reader don't get around to reading a whole lot of books that's just that's just a personal flaw that i have right damn uh folks audrey can't read (laughs) fully illiterate but what i'm going to recommend that you do read is the coming insurrection by the invisible committee prepare yourself for the fucking end times it's coming there's something coming i swear to god so that's
0: that's one idea very (laughs) similar flavor to tacky a very similar tone it's Uh, literally i was i was
1: watching shit about tci the other day and i'm like
0: "Uh that's right i i'm gonna recommend the lost dinosaurs of egypt fuck yeah about the discovery of spinosaurus i think i've talked about it before and all of the other historical events throughout time influencing the finding and then subsequent destruction of that fossil that's a pretty good time um a little lighter fare than what i was suggesting but you know it's you know, it's, it's, it's just yeah. it's just a nice fun little romp down memory might lane. i also
1: recommend living in the end times by slavoj Zizek. that's uh that's also a fun little romp
0: Another culture. fun romp. I wish I could see my bookshelves from in here. Because much like, I don't know, especially when I'm tired like this, somebody's like, what music do you listen to? And my mind just goes blank.
1: I have to go to Spotify anymore. I don't yeah, know what I listen to. Yeah, Spotify. Spotify knows what I like.
0: My iPod back in the day. Uh, here, hold on a second. I'm going to come back with one more recommendation. Oh yeah. Vamp for it. Well... <laughs>
1: Uh, another book that I might recommend. I'm a, I'm like, I actually, this is going to get me in trouble. I actually like most of what Zizek has to say, particularly his defenses of revolutionary terror in a book called In Defense of Violence. Go ahead and take a look at that one. Uh, available on bookstores, bookshelves everywhere. I was recommending In Defense of Violence by Slavoj Zizek also.
0: <laughs> and I'm coming back with uh, a, a book that... Uh... Here, here's a, here's a moment of me being genuine, uh, a book that really resonated with me towards the beginning of the pandemic. I read it one Q 84 by Murakami. Mm. It's real fucking good. Alternate timelines kind of thing. Themes of uh, isolation, isolation, and trying to find the person you're meant to be with while they're also wow. in in isolation. There's a whole lot of shit that like paralleled a lot of the experiences that I had and I bet a lot of y'all have had over the past couple of years. Uh and it really it really stuck with me and I really enjoyed that book. So check that one out. That's a pretty Thank good you. time.
1: I'm going to give one more. We could do this forever probably, but uh there is a uh, sci-fi series called Uh, starfish by a dude named peter watts it's about it's it sort of begins the first section the first chapter of this uh uh, quadrilogy begins on the ocean floor with a whole bunch of mechanically engineered workers who were selected for their position working in the crushing darkness of the of the benthic floor of the ocean uh based on their psychological trauma background oh shit it rules.
0: Starfish. Peter Watts. Good shit. Fish in space. Just call that a starfish, folks. <laughs> All right, that's RFTB reading list this week. Uh, If you want more recommendations, I'll keep looking at my bookshelf and maybe I'll <laughs> remember more books next time I run over there in the other room. Also, picky followed me back and she's yelling me, at me because she has not left my side since I got oh. back for the most part. She did the traditional meow at me for 20 minutes mm. when I walked in the door yesterday. If you're in the Discord, hey, and if you're not, patreon.com slash rftb. What a fun perk that is, hanging out in the Discord with us. Uh, but I sent a video of her rolling around on the floor, meowing at me.
1: What are you doing? The ge- Generally, the review is good kitty.
0: She's a dang good cat. And I'm fucking going out of town again on Friday, and I'm going to miss her a whole lot. Mm-hmm now all right uh we talked about books what's next in the kaha we're gonna talk about
1: we're gonna talk about balls hey radio free ball bag (laughs) hey pretty good love it my 33f partner 35m wants us to get into cbt big issue cognitive behavioral torture uh computer-based therapy computer ball torture Crunchy Uh, big time (laughs) the issue is he's incredibly pain averse coming from a pretty physically abusive past oh oh shit i don't know if i'm emotionally prepared to do this to him whether it whether it's to help him process his trauma or not we've been together for five years at this point uh five years at this point as important context what are options available to him slash me
0: oof That's a heavy one because, you know, your partner's asking for this thing. You can see how it's important to them. Maybe it's a part of processing trauma for them, but it's like a pretty intense kink. And especially if it's like tied up with like a traumatic past experience like that, like that's a fucking lot of weight to engage with. Yeah. And I imagine, you know, you'd be afraid you don't want to fucking make it worse or like bring up, you know, these past traumas and stuff in, in, in a way that's, gonna be bad as opposed to working through something like if you you know do it wrong or, or, or something um but like i think these are extremely valid concerns to have and you're definitely not a bad partner in any sense for you know being kind of hesitant about this and, right. and kind of stewing on it uh but as far as options I, I think you gotta you gotta really chat through these concerns that you have here because this is that's like pretty intense kink stuff to get into. And I feel like you just kind of reiterate, you know, you want to you want to be fulfilling to them sexually and all of that and explore the kinks that they're interested in. But hey, there's also like a lot of uh, emotional weight here that you're, you know, worried about uh, uh, engaging with, I, I guess.
1: Yeah. I was going to kind of go the other direction with it. Ooh i was going to say that there are ways to engage with cbt that are heavy on the c and the b and a little lighter on the t Ah. you can go like you can nibble around the edges of cbt without clamping shit to his dick that weighs (laughs) five pounds and makes his whole shit stretch out weird you know you can uh this is something that i got up to pretty recently uh you tie your partner's feet together on the bed like you stay right there, and then you tie their hands in front of them,
0: and they're like, Ooh. "Oh gosh,
1: what do I do?" And then they get a big old stiffy, and then you just fucking just slap it around a little bit. It's <laughs> kind of fucking tee off with the back of your hand, just <laughs> just a little bit, just Four. clip the edge of it. Fork, like working a speed bag. And uh if you're anything like me, you uh, you do that a couple times, and then you look them right in the eye, and you go, "You're a little scared of me, aren't you?" <laughs> and they go yes and they're yours forever (laughs) at that point like you own them for the rest of the scene so like you don't have to it doesn't have to be everything that you see in uh, bdsm videos it can just be a little slapping around maybe a little pinching maybe a little just you know running some (laughs) paper over it i don't know uh, (laughs) You can just, just get creative with it without destroying the cock and balls
0: right and I think that's a good way to, like, ease into things, too. And, you know, as you're going, you can be checking in and making sure nothing's going too far or, like, too much kind of past right. stuff is coming up. And then just to say, and you can be checking in with yourself, too, and just make sure you're comfortable with, you know, what you're what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, and kind of escalate it if they want to go into more. But just depending on what both of y'all's reaction is to it, uh, more of a, you know, a buildup than... We're going in fucking guns blazing.
1: Right. You could do edit points. You could be like in the middle of it, just go, are you good? Are we all right? (laughs) I like that. I like that. And then it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Okay, cool.
0: (laughs) Fucking (laughs) tee off noise. (laughs) I think that's, I think that's a good combo there. And I mean, good advice for any kink in general, but just especially when it's something that is, you know, engaging with past trauma isn't up to it. And just having this conversation of where your concerns are at, making sure you know what they want. And, you know, you're not, uh, you know, you're not doing it a a different way than they're trying to want. That's going to be bad. Uh,
1: Have him say your name with some regularity during this to keep it grounded in that it's between you two and not between him and his past. Yeah. Keep it close between the two of you.
0: I like that, too, and then I think you know, just have those good old uh, aftercare discussions. Oh yeah. And that you know, put a lot of put a lot of focus into that. I think, and laying together and just talking through, you know, anything that that comes up in the process. Big snugs. You need big snugs post CBT. Big snugs for sure. Uh, but that's you know, this is this is a challenge. That's that's a lot to. You know, to to get into five years into a relationship, I'm sure if you weren't, uh, you know, really previously interested in that or wasn't something you have much familiarity with. Uh, but at the same time, like I don't know, it seems to me like you're a pretty good partner if you're already asking us a question on this and and, and trying to work through your feelings on things, making sure you're doing it right. Um, so we wish you luck with it. Yeah. But uh, good good on you for. You know trying to figure out the right way to do this to fulfill your partner and uh, maybe work through some stuff that's that's yeah. huge
1: and for for addressing your misgivings about it before just jumping in yeah checking that's in with huge. yourself and going like do i feel comfortable with this really um yeah start slow uh keep it going slow and then by the end of it you'll be using the electro stim crush paddle board and everyone will be having a great time
0: <laughs> that's right well good luck to you. We appreciate the question. And here comes. What? Another question? Wow. No one could have seen this coming. I know. <laughs> I'll give you the listener a moment to collect yourself. Alright, maybe wipe the sweat from your brow. Calm your trembling hands. Cause here comes another question. Hi, RFTB. Hi! Hello. I am an occasional listener. Hmm. Not acceptable. Occasional? Uh, let's, let's let's just make you a little deal here. Let's get that up to every dang episode, <laughs> all two hundred and past ones. Ah! Work and I'm appreciative. Me. And I'm appreciative of the work you do. Okay, never mind. You you want us back over actually? <laughs> uh, for context, I am a straight male in his twenties. Here's my question. If you'd like to answer it on the show, we would. I just got dumped very suddenly. Uh, We fought a lot, but always reconvened until one day she wasn't feeling it anymore. I really didn't see any signs it was coming at all, and this all happened a couple months before we were set to move in together. It's been two weeks now, and I've alternated between feeling slightly manic and unhinged and deeply depressed. I feel like I just lost the future we had planned together, and I feel lost altogether. I'm stuck in a place where I don't like living and can't really afford to get out. Everyone says the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. Do you think that's true? Any tips on what I should be doing so I can see the light at the end of the tunnel? Thank you and sending blessings. Thank you for your question.
1: Thank you. I think more so than getting under somebody new. I think what that accomplishes is giving you something else to think about. Yeah. Right. So anything that you can do to put yourself in a different headspace, perhaps uh, if you have hyper fixations like I do, you just hunt around until you find something that you can just like fucking latch into and really bite on. And like for me during this exact time, I had pretty much this exact fucking thing happen in my life uh this relationship that was supposed to carry me through the rest of my life it was supposed to be uh the woman i was to marry and all this shit uh fucking tanked that so now i'm living uh in a basement and i'm like okay i'm gonna get really good at CS:GO, <laughs> and i did while i lived there and i it helped it honestly helped i or like uh ftl is another fucking game that got me through that shit yeah, like basically yeah. just anything you can do to like have your brain run over a different groove right. than the fucking terror of the unknown. Uh, just anything you could do to get out of that, for God's sake.
0: And just get you out of all of the what if questions and, yeah. the, oh, oh cause what, they're you so know. useless. They don't fucking right. do anything for you. Oh, uh, what are they? Do? In what way am I fucked up and unlovable that made this end? All of that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. You just get into that spiral, making you feel more and more like shit. And then it's really fucking hard to, you know, find somebody else or find something else that that's meaningful to you. If you're sitting there telling yourself that you, you blew it all, you know, this was yeah. the one chance for things to be OK. And now it's ruined because that's that's just not the case. Yeah. Uh, like we've both been through a lot of this. It's a lot of what caused us to start the show. Mm-hmm. And as much as those times looking back at my past fucking suck and I was miserable and felt like everything was over forever. On the other end of that tunnel, like that's ultimately a positive experience to have under your belt to know that you can get out of something like this and have everything feel like it's over, but then end up being okay. Uh, Part of that too, though, is like you know, I'm I'm with you, Audrey. Here, I'm just doing something else to kind of get your mind off of this and and stop you from uh, ruminating on this, but but also like give yourself the slack to feel this thing. Cause that does suck and it's okay to feel like broken and terrible by this. Like don't be shoving those feelings down. Like those are things you should be feeling this objectively fucking sucks. Uh, But just also know that even if those feelings suck and are real, they don't have to be predictors of the future. They don't have to be a sign that will now every, this means that I'm doomed. This means that I'm bad more. Just this means that I feel terrible because a fucking terrible thing happened. Uh, but like any feeling, you know, they can change. You can feel fucking terrible. I'm sure if you look back in the past in your life, you can think of other times where you felt real bad, but that you've made it out of there sense, and, and you're still out there going, and you're listening to this show occasionally, which makes you pretty cool in my book, as we always say. Uh, so I think that's a big one. I kind of agree with the get under someone else thing. Me too. But I also think it's not something you can rush. uh Uh, especially like if you're it's it it can be hard to date again after being in a really long relationship it's gonna feel weird yeah uh but you you don't want to get discouraged like going out on a date and it doesn't go well and then you're like well fuck i'm unlovable or whatever Mm -hmm. really it's like no you're just out of practice like you have spent all this time with, with one person uh but so when you feel ready I think getting out there and doing some dates is a good idea, especially just with the mentality of, hey, no matter where this goes, like there's other people out there. I'm talking to other people. I have other stuff to occupy my mind. Uh, And for that matter, like friendships and just Uh, uh, like acquaintance or what am I thinking of just like friendship relationships I think that's another thing that's that's good to lean into in these situations absolutely if, if you had stuff you used to go to your partner for for support or stuff that you want to talk about if you have a friend you can kind of designate to be like do you mind if I talk through some of this stuff with you Uh, That can be another good reminder that just like you're even if you're not in a relationship, you're not fucking alone. You know, you're not doomed to be alone forever or anything. There's still people out there who care about you.
1: Right. The the impulses that you have to reach for someone in various moments are still there. You're still going to want to reach for someone. And when you reach for that person and they're not there and there's nobody to catch you when you start feeling that way that's real fucking scary territory. So you're absolutely right to find somebody that you can share this kind of thing with, uh, be it, you know, a friend or a family member, somebody that you can like sort of grow closer with again, because there's there's a natural sort of almost pulling away that happens under monogamy where (laughs) we like, you know, this this is the person now and we are going to go ahead and mesh and my emotional needs are going to be met by them in large degree uh, right. you kind of pull away from other people regrow those connections to other people and get close with the people you were you were with before that's really smart
0: i like that a lot i'll also say you know it's only been two weeks like of course oh, shit, yeah. still just go ahead feel, and feel while, like shit for a while yeah, yeah. that's
1: just what it's gonna be like like when you said alternating between mania and deep deep depression i was like oh yeah yeah i remember <sighs> that it's like that
0: right and, you know, it, so it's just finding that balance between letting yourself feel that and knowing that it's understandable to feel like then it, you know, it might be for a few more weeks or months or however long it takes, but that it is going to improve. You're not going to be stuck like this forever. Uh, but just the, part of the fucking human experience is that sense of, of, of loss and, you know, feeling the grief over losing somebody that you, you cared about a lot. And it's an important thing to know how to work through and have the experience working through, even though it's painful at the same time. So finding that balance between letting yourself heal from the thing, uh, but also just not putting all of the weight in the world on it, finding other things in life that bring you joy, give you some sense of purpose or fulfilling or fucking even are just distracting. Like we're saying with video games and stuff, ultimately, however, you can stop yourself from ruminating on this the better but don't beat yourself up for you know slipping up because that's going to happen it's all part of the process of recovering from this sort of thing and it's gonna suck you know but but it does get better you're gonna make it you are gonna make it i hope that's a good light at the end of the tunnel um i'll say too if you're in a uh you're stuck in the place where you don't like living and can't really afford to get out I don't know if you have access to a car or even bus tickets or anything like that even just going to town over or something go out in the woods just if you can do anything to give yourself a change of scenery you know even if it's a little mild one uh that'll help you know and and i know that can be difficult to do if you're having you know trouble with the cost of living because all that shit fucking sucks um But any avenue you could find, fuck, even just like going to a park or something if you're finding yourself spending too much time inside, like just that change of scenery, other people around you, that sort of thing will help you get out of this hole. Fuck yeah. We believe in you. We also believe in this next question. We sure do.
1: Hey, RFTB. Hey. I just found out my ex, 29F, of approximately five years, is trying to get into shape. And that makes me 28M feel like shit. I do not like the idea of my exes being hotter than me, but I also know that I have a hard time with impulse control and motivation so I am unlikely to change. Any advice, any advice on how to shit or get off the pot?
0: Uh, i love that can, phrase. I know this feeling. But you got to you got to get out of this state you're in where you're comparing yep. yourself to an ex from 5 Can't years do it. ago.
1: Can't do that. Come on. That sucks.
0: No, like that's that's not good motivation to do something, because that's not coming from a place of like, I want this thing or I'm trying to work on this thing. That's coming from a place of look what was lost desperation. Oh, oh, they're better off and all of this. Yeah, it's sounding like you're still real caught up in this relationship from five years ago. And while like. I'm not trying to say you're a bad person or like fucked up or something. It's not like a crazy thing. I, I've been in situations where I've ruminated on like way past relationships, but it's something you really got to practice not engaging with. Because every fucking time you go on their social media and oh man, they're oh, doing yeah. so well, and I'm doing shit, and like what could have been, and all of this, you're just fucking perpetuating the same the same thing of being stuck on this old uh, this old breakup. And of course, you're going to make yourself feel insecure because you're seeing the the fucking social media version of them. Yep. You're seeing what they choose to put out in the world, which is usually the the fucking positive things. And you're not you're comparing it to like all the fucking bad stuff you're feeling inside because you've been ruminating on it for so long. I'd go as far as to say, like, if this is going on after five fucking years and you don't have like a, you know an important friendship with them or something, you got to fucking block this person. Yep, bloody block. He, you gotta take that hard fucking break, and it's gonna come up. You're gonna be like, oh, but like what I wanna know how they're doing. Oh, what if I just looked and stuff? Fucking prevent yourself from doing the thing that starts up these kind of spirals. Uh, cause that fucking plays into like the impulse control and, and motivation stuff too, right? Like that's an exer- exercise an impulse control. Not interacting with like obsessive shitty thoughts like this. Yes. It's it, it's hard to do that. Uh But I think you're going to if completely removed from this situation, if you're feeling kind of shit and you want to get in shape and stuff, it is much harder to do that when you have kind of this like shame monster in your head. It's like, oh, you're never going to be as good as your ex is looking, though. Oh, like you're you're never going to you're going to fucking give up. You know, know, you've got this lack of motivation. So this will this will never happen. You're unlikely to change, as you say.
1: If you're anything Uh, like me, you're going to turn to food. To feel better about (laughs) life and being alive on this planet. Um, Another thing that I would like to direct you towards is the fact that I am as big as I have ever been in my life. I weigh as Mm -hmm. much as I have ever weighed. Uh, Hormones have been giving me weight gain, but I think I look better than I've ever looked at any point in my life. So, like, that is not, it's almost immaterial. Like, you, it's about how well you take care of yourself, it's about the investment you make in what you want to portray to the world right so maybe more than worrying about your weight or your physicality you just get a new shirt get something new to put on your body to feel good about you know uh change up the wardrobe and uh maybe the way you wear your hair just like any kind of sartorial choices that you can make to that are going to help you feel better about the way you look uh because i guarantee you, you get a nice haircut Somebody's going to say, hey, nice haircut. And you're going to go, fuck, yes. Yeah. So like any-, any kind of little boosters you can get out of the out of uh, out of people around you. Really helpful in that way.
0: Absolutely. And any uh, even if it's not, you know, working out, I think like just any kind of project you can pick up. Yeah. Doing this show for four years. I'm sure it's the same way for you, Audrey, but gives me a sense of purpose when I am feeling even the most depressed or feeling bad about myself, feeling like I ain't got, you know, oh, anything going on or whatever. Like, and it doesn't even have to, it doesn't have to be anything big. It can be fucking whatever you're into, but just start putting like that mental energy that you've been putting into ruminating on your ex into something that you can look at and be like, I fucking did that. I, I made that thing, you know, maybe it's fucking cooking something. Maybe it's, I don't know, getting into writing a little bit, like whatever, you do that makes you you feel a bit good, or you're making something you can kind of look at afterwards and, and continue working on. Uh, that's helped me a lot with just putting my energy into a, into a better place that t- doesn't make me feel fucking miserable all the time. Uh-huh. Um, so this isn't something that's uncommon either. Like you're not fucking crazy oh, for yeah. being stuck on an axe. Like this shit happens, uh, even though it does suck, and you should stop doing it because fucking five years ago, you know, um, but just don't, uh, I don't know. It can be really hard to kind of get that motivation. If you are beating yourself up every day, Uh, I keep comparing myself to the ex. Oh, it's been so long. And like, I can't even find anything else. Like I really do suck. Like any of that kind of negative self-talk, even the fucking I'm unlikely to change thing you put in there is some self-fulfilling prophecy shit. You got to start out like at the very least. Treat yourself decently, like admit that you deserve better than how you're feeling right now, because I imagine you don't like feeling this way. And even if you do feel like you're a big piece of shit or something, you should at least want to feel a little bit better than this. Just give yourself permission to, uh, you know, to to start moving towards loving yourself is, yes. is what it comes down to. Um, so I, I think the project or the working out or whatever it is just find something you can take some baby steps towards whatever kind of is working for you. And especially if something's coming naturally and like really clicking with you, follow that thing, see where it takes you over time. You'll get into a better place, but fucking a hundred percent block this X, dear God. Yep. Yep. Escape. It's not good. We wish you the best. It is. It's not a fun thing to, uh, to deal with the old, the old X rumination. Um, but ultimately, where they're at's fucking irrelevant to you, you know? Mm-hmm. So stop comparing yourself to somebody who doesn't fucking matter. God Straight damn. Up. Damn. And, and we love you for listening to the program. So you got that <laughs> going for you. I just gave you a finger gun into the camera, but you can't see it, but you can trust it's right there. I saw it. Craw, cray, cray, cray. Finger gun, finger gun. And a doot, doot, doodle-doot, doot, doot uh we're getting That's close to the war. we're getting close to the end what if we did one more a little shouty
1: yeah you Do feel we... like you feel like a shouty
0: uh, <laughs> how about the
1: fucking mmorpg one okay i i know the cadence of this i know i read the last one but i'm familiar with the cadence oh wait of this you read the last one? one i think so
0: i was did operating I? on the other under, under the assumption that i did Wow, I'm even fucking dumber when I just I, did, it. When I'm jet-legged. did it. I'm jet lagged. We both did it. I'm reading it. I read the last one.
1: <laughs> I'm reading it. Hi, Donovan and Audrey. Hey. Did you know that the critically acclaimed MMORPG Final <laughs> Fantasy XIV has a free trial and includes a entire includes the entirety of A Realm Reborn and the award winning Heavensward expansion up to level 60 with no restrictions on playtime? Sign up and enjoy Eorzea today. <laughs> What did you think that that last <laughs> noun was? Yorzia? Yorzia is Yor-s- what Yor-s- Yor-s- it's, Yor-s- it's, Yor-s- I believe it's Eorzia. Eorzia Is how it's pronounced.
0: Is that where Eora lives? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's, and that's where Pooh Bear goes sometimes is Eorzia? Yeah. What who the fuck sent a Final Fantasy advertisement copy into the fucking question copy? <laughs> not Corla apparently. I told Not Corla. Yeah, I I clocked this as correlate immediately with her being a big Final Fantasy fan, but she would admit it if she did it, and so she evidently didn't, and so I'm just wondering which one of you motherfuckers, do you work for Square? Is this where this is coming from? (laughs) Yeah, where does this energy reside? (laughs) I was just kidding, the fucking capitalization of A Realm Reborn and the award-winning Heavensward expansion. Oh! You ever play Final Fantasy?
1: I've played plenty. I played eight. I played nine with a partner. I've played plenty of JRPGs. Never the MMO.
0: Never the fucking online ones. Me either. Maybe we already talked about this, but I tried to on PS2 back when you had to get like the network thing that you stuck to the back. Couldn't get the shit figured out. Nope. Because it's 2003 and your internet sucks. PlayStation 2 and the suburbs. Also, that and, and your parents say, no, we will not upgrade the internet. No, you cannot play the entirety of a realm reborn in the awards <laughs> winning Heavens Sport Expansion.
1: Can we can we do the FMK real quick too when we don't have a guest because it's fucked up if we have a guest?
0: <laughs> yeah. Read it, baby. Fuck Mary Kill! Audrey Donovan guests. Jesus Christ. You fuck. can't oh. tell people to FMK themselves. You no, know, you can't. That
1: being said, I would fuck myself. I would kill the <laughs> guests because they don't exist, and I'd marry Donovan.
0: Hell yeah. I'd marry you too, homie. I'd fuck myself. No, fuck. Not even a joking suicide comment on this. Oh, I don't want to kill the fucking guest either. This is but a real But we don't have a Sophie's guest that's killing no one don't. right now. Okay. Yeah, they're already a goddamn ghost. The ghost of the fucking is with us in the studio. Get <clears throat> out, Rest in chocolatey flavor, my dear treat friends. We salute you. Y'all are going fucking crazy with the questions this week. So good. I love a combo of good ones and also whatever the fuck the last two were. (laughs) It's good. You know what else I love is being back here for the goddamn program and also recording a Patreon episode after this. And so I reiterate... Patreon.com slash RFTB. Get them bonus episodes for yourself. Five bucks a month. And hey, ten bucks a month. We'll shout your name out every fucking episode. Right right now. Like we always do. Audrey, who are we going to shout out first? We
1: begin as we do with our beloved day one barb. And then we
0: follow that up with a spreadable fruit. Then we shout out daddy. We shout out Dylan. And then we shout out my own father
1: from episode 105 the yellow rose of toteland we now shout out and stan ryan rich homie click clack
0: we're shouting out Ren and thanks for saying nice things about my cat in the chat Ren. <laughs> we're shouting out
1: a mickey fly kick
0: we're shouting out anthony limberg we're shouting out andy that's right your name and lights, folks, we very much appreciate all of y'all and all of our patrons for keeping this dang thing going. We love doing the show. Even when it's 2 a.m. on our internal clock, we love doing the show. <laughs> even you're going, when you go later, baby, even oh, the fucking Patreon's going to be off the rails this week, folks, I tell you what, <laughs> even when we were stupid and, and didn't. Like take some crunchies back or some of the other fun Spain things because I I didn't bring anything back but a goddamn fridge magnet. <laughs> I don't know how to fucking get souvenirs. I'm, I'm terrible at it. Same. I had nothing from Washington. You know something that uh you know I'm gonna talk about this on the bonus show. It's a little seltzer talk. That's just a little. little ooh, teaser. that's just a little teaser for you. Oh, you want to hear me talk about seltzers again? <laughs> International edition for the rest of life. That's right. Patreon.com slash RFTB. What else do we do at the end? It's been two weeks. I don't know Uh, what we do.
1: I thank everyone for listening, even though maybe you're not a Patreon subscriber. Maybe you're just a regular old listener listening on the main feed. We appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I want to thank you very specifically. And I want to get right up on this mic. Oh, music. Shit. (laughs) I did
0: did the the intro song, it's
1: the RFTB theme. Uh, horn filters the love theme from rftb you can find it and more songs like it at soundcloud.com slash rftb search radio free tote bag on soundcloud i uploaded like four tracks from recent patreon episodes uh, just today so go take a listen
0: another plug from the patreon you get that sometimes a bonus track each week oh yeah bonus episode that's pretty good that's oc baby Uh, But you know what's not OC, or at least our OC, it's the outro music, it's Stephanie by the Hey Fellows, find them at Instagram.com slash the Hey Fellows, or on Spotify, three words, it's the Hey Fellow, Uh, now upon
1: the time on which I get up right on this microphone and I do that thing where I go, I love you, thanks, bye,
0: Mm -hmm. oh, I'm I'm shit like Satan.